5.4 Illustration Social Institutions, Land Titling, and Property Rights To illustrate the insights from bringing arenas of authority and social institutions into analyses of politics and development, I return to the issue of state land titling. Recall from Section 3 that less than one-third of the global population had state-backed property titles in 2017, despite strong efforts to institute state land titles. Considering how assumptions underlying land titling do or do not comport with the lived experiences of land users, thus sheds light on the barriers to land titling and encourages thinking about alternative ways to enhance land security. Efforts to advance state land titling are based on several fundamental assumptions. As John Bruce and Shem Migatotola note, the notion that land tenure security is the perceived right by the possessor of a land parcel to manage and use the parcel, dispose of its produce and engage in transactions, including temporary or permanent transfers, without hindrance or interference from any person or corporate entity, is critical to both land registration and titling. In accordance with the state-centric approaches discussed in Section 2, the state is portrayed as the dominant, or at least potentially dominant, arena of authority and an impartial actor the protector of land users' rights. Moreover, land users are expected to enjoy easy entry and exit into geographical communities and thus to be able to access land or dispose of it at will. And the rules of engagement are individualistic, allowing users to make decisions independent of community goals and considerations. Yet the state is often not the most salient arena for individuals seeking access to land. For many in the world, the state is a distant actor, largely absent from their lives, and when present, often not trusted. Local traditional leaders and other community members, in contrast, are very much present and more often trusted. They are the key to solving disputes, receiving social assistance, accessing services, and, importantly, securing land. Moreover, as we show in Malawi and Zambia, Local traditional authorities are often more likely than the state to monitor and sanction non-compliers. Not surprisingly, in a study aimed at understanding the value of localizing state administrative services, Boniface Dulani, Hannah Suela, and I found that Malawians preferred titles from their local chiefs over state titles because, they argued, their property is insecure without chief support. Their remarks echoed the cautions from Bruce and Migatodhola that said, A formal title certificate or other official document is, at best, merely an affirmation of the social guarantee. It does not create it. It is not just the relative strength of the state vis-a-vis customary arenas of authority that limits the advance of state titling, but also the disconnect between assumptions underlying state titling projects and the nature of social institutions that govern individuals' experiences around land. In much of the world, communities are governed by collectivist institutions, and land is an important component of community identity. Access to land is understood as part of one's right as a member of the community, as determined by ancestry and belonging. Individuals from outside the community do not have the right to simply acquire it or those from inside the community to dispose of land as they wish. Outsiders may obtain land, but the community can, and does, expel them from the area if land pressures rise. That is, the boundaries to the local arena of authority are often largely impermeable, and collectivist institutions limit the ability of individuals to transfer property as they wish. Moreover, as Adam Harris and Lauren Honig show, 
Many Malawians and Zambians have higher trust in neighbors who rely on customary land tenure, and they anticipate greater cooperation from them as well. The individualist underpinnings of state land titling are often at odds with the social institutions in the dominant local arenas of authority. This is not to say that concerns about land security are misplaced. Systems governing land rights outside the state often create insecurity, particularly for some groups. As noted earlier, outsiders often face greater land insecurity as the community can invoke rules over boundaries at any time. Lineage-based inheritance laws and residence patterns disadvantage men or women, depending on whether they are matrilineal or patrilineal, respectively. But such insecurity and inequalities also exist with regard to the state. The 2019 LGPI survey reveals that 15% of Malawians and 12% of Zambians in the border region were worried that they may lose access to their land. Importantly, they see a range of threats, from relatives and customary leaders to commercial farmers, as well as the state. Understanding which arenas of authority are most salient and the institutions governing them is key to determining which groups are most at risk. Solutions to land security problems thus need to take into account how individuals experience the relative strength of different arenas of authority and the social institutions within them. One approach is to formalize customary land tenure arrangements. In Malawi, Karen Free, Lauren Honig, Melanie Phillips, and I find that individuals prefer land with written documents, regardless of whether they are offered by the state or the chief and they do so as much to signal to other citizens in their community that they hold the land as to benefit from state-backed security. This is not surprising, given the fear that many have that other community members may try to grab their land. Another option for those who seek to strengthen the state is to design solutions that incorporate social institutions. For instance, Berg and colleagues point to Norway's Odal system as an example of how customary lineage rights can be incorporated into state law. The Odal, which has been around for thousands of years, gives first rights of purchase to those in the kinship circle who have controlled the land for a fixed period. Incorporating such a system into a state land titling scheme does not overcome the weakness of the state, but it can make state law compatible with social institutions.